just really quickly, if you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms so your show actually gets heard. You can even make money from your podcast, no matter the size of your audience. It really is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A quick timeout to talk a little zone offense. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to go down to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to attend the final Nike basketball clinic. One of the highlights from the weekend was Furman's Bob Ritchie. If you haven't had a chance to hear Coach Ritchie, you definitely want to get his championship production DVD when it comes out later this year. In addition to his half-court offense, he also shared some zone offense, which I thought would be helpful for a lot of JV, middle school, and maybe even some high school coaches who face a lot of zones through the year, especially 2-3 zone. What he shared was a little unconventional. Usually you're taught to align your players opposite whatever type of defense the zone is in. So if it's a defensive front like a 2-3 zone that's even, then you want to set up your offense in an odd-numbered backcourt. If it's an odd-numbered defensive front, then you set up offense with an even-numbered front. Furman doesn't actually follow that line of thought. So typically in transition, most teams send their five to the front of the rim. Their twos and threes space to the corner, and their four is their trail man. The one, of course, has the ball opposite of four up in the slot area. Without disrupting the flow, pulling the ball out to call something, Furman will just go straight into their zone offense right out of this transition setup. Instead of the five man running directly to the high post, he finds a little pocket right in the mid post area on ball side. That's where they're going to try to get the ball right away. Most likely when the five catches the ball there, at least for the first time you run this, X3, who is the bottom outside defender, is going to lock their eyes on five. As soon as X3 loses sight of three, the three is going to make what Furman calls a blazer cut, which is nothing more than a back cut right to the basket. What you end up with is a wide open finish at the rim for three. You say, okay, so what happens the next time when X3 knows it's coming and makes sure three doesn't get open? Instead of five passing to three, three still makes their cut, but they keep moving all the way to the opposite side, and everyone else moves in a circle pattern to fill the perimeter spots left by three. Now, something that Furman had last year that you may or may not have with your team, they had a post player by the name of Matt Rafferty. I watched him about five times in person over the last four years. Three of those times, because of the Bruins team, our Bruins team, was playing Furman. By the time he was a senior, Coach Ritchie trusted his big man to the point that he would let Rafferty dribble it 30 times in the post if he wanted to. If he didn't score on you, he was going to dribble so many times that every single perimeter player would turn their heads to see what was going on. And that's all he needed because as soon as you turned your head, one of his teammates would either dive to the basket or move to an open window for a wide open three. Like I said, you may or may not have that luxury, but even if you can get the ball to that mid-post area and get guys circling around the perimeter, you can usually get some sort of look from three or at least switch sides of the floor on a skip pass, which from basic analytics we know improves your team's chances for a made basket. I'll be sure to include a link in the show notes to the fast model diagram for this so you can see exactly what it looks like and so that you can add it to your play bank. A new segment here to end our timeout. I wanted to do a question of the day. Question is... What is your favorite zone offense set? If you'd like, you can send those to me by way of Twitter. You can reach me at at Tony W. Miller. If you share those with me, I'd love to pass those along so that the rest of us can grow our playbook as well.
That'll do it for this episode. If you'd be so kind, if you left a rating and review, it'd go a long way in helping others find the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you again at the next time out.